0: If mastering the tech in your business kind of gives you the heebie-jeebies then you are going to absolutely love my guest today i'm talking to jackie money who helps creatives and coaches and entrepreneurs master the tech in their business so that they can stop worrying about it and fiddling with it so much and just grow their business so she's going to talk about some of the pitfalls and some of the issues that we face using tech in this whole working online thing and also some really good strategies to think about when you're bringing new tech into your business or when you're using it to attract more clients. You're gonna absolutely love this episode and I can't wait to dive in. If you're seeking a way to escape the cycle of under earning and overworking, then you're in the right place. Welcome to The Well-Paid Creative, where we discover how to run a profitable and satisfying creative business. I'm your host, Gabrielle Chipier, and I share what I've learned in my 17 years as a creative pro. From attracting quality clients, to earning more profit, to escaping burnout, and creating amazing work you love, we're going to cover it all. Join me as I interview experts and reflect on my own experiences, both the good and the bad. Before we dive into the show, if you want access to free resources, trainings, and a community of creative pros just like you, hop on over to wellpaidcreative.com where you can find all this and more. Hey everybody, welcome back. I am super excited today to be here with Jackie Money and we are going to be talking about all things tech today. Now tech is something that's kind of become a necessary part of any business whether you're online or off and it comes with its own specific set of conundrums and troubles and and things to deal with so I am super excited for Jackie here she's going to lay it all out for us and help us unravel that tech basket um welcome to the podcast Jackie oh,
1: thank you so much I'm so super excited Great to be applause. here so tell us a little bit more about yourself well um as you can probably tell by the accent I am from South Africa and um I have been i I've, I've was born here and I've been living in South Africa all my life and um, my husband and I were living in Cape Town and uh, in 2017 we we were actually watching a YouTube um, channel with um, tiny houses and I said to my husband I want to do that and he was like he looked at me and he thought like okay I, I thought that he thought that I was crazy Afterwards, he definitely thought I was crazy, um, but he soon realized I was serious, and so we started kind of brainstorming and trying to figure out our way, and um, we, re- we realized that we needed something location-independent to do for money, and so we started brainstorming that whilst planning our tiny house mm. and where we were going to move mm. and where we were going to live and all the rest of that stuff. And um we kind of fell into uh, the creative side of um, running a business and we started doing web design and um, graphic design and that kind of thing. But soon realized that that wasn't really our zone of genius. And um, so we started looking into tech and realized that we really loved that. And um, that was 2017. And then shortly after, I was working and running the business at the same time, and um, then COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And the the place I was working for closed. And so I was kind of like, okay, we have to kind of scramble and make, make the business work properly now. And we did. And so um, we then packed up and we've moved we've moved to rural south africa and we as we speak in the in the process of building the tiny house Mm, i love that
0: (laughs) yeah so fun journey so as you've moved from what and i kind of like this because this is both an example of a great creative business that you and your husband run and also you're going to help us with our tech stuff but In the process of moving from, you know, graphic design and web design, you figured that it wasn't really for you. Um, What really captured your attention on the tech side of things?
1: Um, I think for me, it was the excitement on the challenge of figuring out automations, figuring out tech solutions for people. Um, Clients Mm -hmm. would come to us and and say, um, I need, this and this and this to work. How do I do it? And so it was that figuring things out initially. Now it's kind of like more putting the pieces together because we kind of know how things work together. But um, I love that kind of challenge of figuring these kind of techy things out and how to um, kind of join different pieces of tech together to make um, it work for you and your Mm. business.
0: Love that. Yeah. And I do a lot of that in my own client side business as well. We do a lot of the tech and the automations as well. And yeah. I love seeing yeah. that problem and being like, oh, I can solve that. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. It's so fun. And then, and then when the clients realize what is actually possible, they, they like think it's, it's magic. I've had clients, I don't know if you've had the same, like clients, like, oh, this is like
0: magic um so yes I I enjoy that (laughs) wonderful okay so let's kind of talk a little bit more about the work you do so how you help people get set up with their technology and their business how you help them go through that process um walk me through kind of the stages that because we were talking before about the three stages you kind of identified walk me through those a little bit and and let's see if this kind of resonates for anybody yeah,
1: yeah. So, so kind of like we do the work we do is twofold. Um, we've we do a VIP day for clients who want um, a done for you solution. So they'll come to us with a tech problem. We'll walk them through a process, and then um, we will set up their tech for them. Um, the other side of the business that we're trying to get going now, and it's it's something that we've realised. Um, with our creative friends inside of the web design and graphic design uh, fields, while they are very good at doing the tech and setting up the tech, most of them are, um, they don't want to offer that to their clients. And they're finding they have clients who come back to them wanting them to do tech setups and techie things that they don't, while they know how to do it, they don't really want to do it. Um, And then also like tech VAs uh, or VAs who want to be tech VAs. So we've kind of thought um, that we would be trying to do a membership and um, where these kinds of business owners can come and learn how to do these kinds of tech things themselves or confidently hire somebody to do it for them. So um, the stages are basically where there's five of them, and it goes from tech zero to tech hero. And the <laughs> stages in between are tech stacked, tech confidence, and tech savvy. And so we've kind of like said, when you're at the tech zero stage, you're, um, you're kind of n- don't know what anything about tech, you, uh, you don't even know what's possible, but you realize that you need the help. And so you kind of like, you're um, you you you're like saying, um, this tech freaks me out, but you kind of need, know you need to get it. And so what we say to people like that is kind of like, get the help that you need. And um, don't give up. Don't throw up your hands and go, this is too hard. I can't do this. Um, and then kind of you move into the tech st- stacked stage um, where you kind of starting to um, realize what is possible with tech and how much time you can save, how much money you can save. And um, you're starting to kind of like strategize your wish list of what you want to be able to do with, with the tech. Um, and then – at this stage, we kind of like say to people, you know, take advantage of the free trials and the free tiers of the tools and start playing around and seeing what works for you and what doesn't. Um, And then, but
0: the pitfall is to go and buy all the shiny things. So, yeah, I was going to say, it feels like at that stage, it could almost be a different kind of overwhelm where yes. like I have all, I feel like I need all of these things yes and I don't really quite have that discernment yet to find out or to know which one is actually important and which one's just a shiny object which one will actually work for me and because even we talk about a type of tech platform say um, like an email marketing platform right you say okay I need an email marketing platform but then you start diving into it and there's 14 different email marketing platforms right so you have to kind of judge which one's best for you and which one has the features and which ones connect with your other things so i can feel how i can see how at that stage people could easily get overwhelmed and give up
1: absolutely
0: absolutely and so what we want to try
1: and do is um break it down for people because you've got certain people who might need say for example a scheduling um tool Whereas there are other business owners that don't need it. And so why would you go and get a scheduling tool just because somebody tells you you need to have one if your business is not actually needing it? So what we're hoping to do is help um, help with that overwhelm, really, at that stage of um, your tech journey and make sure that you're making um, confident and informed decisions about what you are going to need and what you're not going to need, so that you're not sitting with all the tools and not using them. Mm-hmm.
0: And for yeah. anybody with an AppSumo subscription or is even on their email, that's <laughs> knows exactly what that feels like when you have all of the tools <laughs> and you've kind yeah. of lost track of everything that you bought.
1: <laughs> so, and also to put in place um, kind of a database of tools. Mm-hmm. And do an annual check as to what you're using and what you're not using, and what is um, what what you can continue with and what you should let go.
0: We're going to get right back to the conversation because it is so good. But I want to tell you about a free quiz at wellpaidcreative.com forward slash quiz that's going to help you discover the unique hidden key to higher profit and awe inspiring growth in your creative business. Now there are so many keys to growth in a business, but they don't all fit the lock of your business right now. That's why I developed the profit finder quiz and it's going to show you exactly what you need to be focusing on to reach the next level. Now, making a decent living from the work you love doesn't have to be hard. And when you answer these profit-finding questions for yourself, you're going to make it so much easier. Go take the Profit Finder quiz today. You can find it at wellpaidcreative.com forward slash quiz and get your unique key plus in-depth strategies designed to help you see growth fast. Now, again, that's at wellpaidcreative.com forward slash quits. All right, let's get back to the episode. Hmm. I love that tip because not only does it help you get, keep track of what you have, Mm -hmm. but it also helps you keep track of how much you're paying for all of this technology too, because it can be, Um, easy to get nickel and dimed each month. You know, you don't really worry about it because it's like, oh, it's $12 a month or it's $19 a month or something. It doesn't seem like a huge amount, but you add that up and you can realize that you're spending quite a bit of money every month on subscriptions or software that you're just not using. So that's a fantastic idea. Exactly. And so um, I keep
1: all of that in um, Airtable, in an Airtable spreadsheet, and um it also tells me when my renewals are coming up Mm -hmm. so that you you can make sure that your money there's money in that account too for the renewals because if you've got say four or five renewals coming up at the same month and you've forgotten about it so um yeah so that's what we help the tech um that the people at that tech stage do Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we go into tech confidence. And that's when you're starting to take risks with your tech, play around a little bit more, look at all the advanced features. Um, you know, you you are being more confident with your tech. Um, what we say to people at this stage is to try and
0: simplify. Mm-hmm. The simplest... I love that because you think... At that point, well, let's make it more it's complicated, the but no.
1: Yeah. The opposite. Yeah. yeah. Simplify. Don't try and do um, complicated things just because you can. Yeah. Mm. And so um, what we find at this stage, people doing uh, is over engineering and overdoing their automations because it's so cool and fun. Um, but as we all know, tech does fail. So, At each step that you're automating, you have to realize that there could be a failure point. So the more you simplify the tech, Mm -hmm. the better it's going to be for you in the long run. I love that.
0: And it, it is kind of counterintuitive to what we would think because we think, oh, now we have all of these tools. We know what we need. I have these grand plans for them. Now let's build it all out. But... I know I've had some clients in the past where they came to me and they had a a mess of their tech stack and they said, "Well, we wanted to make it we wanted to make it so complicated mm-hmm. and so so that it, you know, did everything for us." And I said, "Well, there's a problem right there." <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So then at that stage we try and we try and make it simple mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. do what's absolutely necessary but still have as much automation as possible. Because at the next stage, the tech savvy and the tech hero stage, we're actually starting to look at, um, people who are wanting to scale. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, um, we feel that scaling can be done without hiring a huge team, if you don't want to, but then you need to put the tech and automations in place. To replace the team
0: mm-hmm.
1: so um and i have many clients who don't want to hire a huge team they want to keep their team lean and automate with tech and scale with tech mm-hmm. so that's kind of where we act with the advanced stages
0: you know what and i love that idea because I know a lot of the listeners here, they don't want to grow a giant agency or a huge company. They just want to continue doing what they're doing but just making it easier for themselves and being yes. able to expand their capacity without working more hours themselves. So I love how these tech pieces can really take the pressure off of just a solo business owner or a freelancer or someone who's got like one or two contractors. that kind of type of business.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that's um, the clients that we usually work with. And so we thought um, there were quite a few clients who wanted to DIY. And so while our VIP days for implementation Um, is great. Some people actually want to take charge of their tech themselves. And so we decided the membership would be a great platform for them to do that and learn all the pieces of tech that they need to learn Mm -hmm. for their business.
0: I love that. So what would you say is some of the biggest mistakes that, you know, small businesses make um, when they're starting to get starting to on this journey of like automation and having tech take over some of their business processes? Um, I think we've covered some of them in the sense that
1: I feel um, when they start when businesses are starting out they don't know what they don't know and so Mm -hmm. um, in the beginning it is better to get good solid expert advice on what kind of tech you need even if it's a tech audit or anything like that, um, just to make sure that you are getting the correct tech that you need for your business and not just um, crowdsourcing Facebook or, you know, how we how people do usually. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, um, again, simplify, don't overcomplicate, and then knowing when to hire an expert instead of doing it yourself because there will come a time when you would need to do the expert thing
0: absolutely because if i had a dollar for every wasted hour i'd had in my business trying to figure it out myself knowing Mm -hmm. that you know i'm a smart person i could probably figure this out and i know that if i had just hired someone to do it it probably would have cost me less time in the long run, and probably a lot less heartache.
1: (laughs) And probably also a lot less money because the time that you're wasting, you could have been doing your own work for your Mm -hmm. own clients,
0: yeah. Absolutely, and here's a place where your network can really come in handy. Um, I know Jackie, because Jackie's in my network. So (laughs) when she was talking about tech, I said, absolutely, come on the podcast here. But I'm sure that any of the creatives in our, in our audience has someone in their network that's more tech minded in whatever area you're looking for help with. And I'm sure you can tap them as a resource, you know, pay them for their services and know that you're both extending the favor within your network and building good relationships, plus getting all of this tech and automations and stuff set up for your business.
1: I, um, I totally agree with you. I feel... Just because you can do, do something doesn't mean you should. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You should absolutely. absolutely, like for me, I can write copy. Should I? No, <laughs> absolutely not. So yeah, definitely something I
0: outsource. Mm, I love that. So what would be a good first step, a good action step that someone can take after listening to this podcast episode?
1: I would say um, try and brainstorm. What I usually ask clients to do is brainstorm their process. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. map out the process that they take their clients through and then try and figure out where they can automate some or all of that process and put it onto autopilot. Um, that requires a little bit of a tech knowledge in the sense that you would need to know that there's a tech tool to be able to automate it with. But you could certainly ask um, an, a tech expert, you know, if you, if you map out your process and say, what can I automate with this? That would be a really good starting point.
0: Oh, I love that. And just having it on paper out of your head so that you can look at it objectively. And I know I've done this in my own business and with clients as well. And in that process of just putting it onto paper and mapping all out, sometimes you can see some inadequacies or gaps or things that you can fill um, that you just didn't realize before until it was all right in front of you. And then I love how you just bridge that to now figure out what you need to automate don't jump in with automation or tech first and then try to smash it into your process start with the process and then go backwards absolutely absolutely you map out the process first and then um
1: i was gonna say once you've mapped out that process you will um you will find much, you'll have a much clearer idea of what you want to automate, and once you automate, you're going to find that your client, um, you know, your client-facing process and your client, um, how do I put it, um, the the ease with which you onboard offboard clients and work with clients is going to be looking super professional rather mm-hmm. than um kind of like oh where did i put that email oh, i need to send the client this and you're doing everything um you know by hand so to speak instead of having it automated and uh, once you automate those kinds of things you
0: look much more professional mm, absolutely i couldn't agree more Well, Jackie, this has just been a fantastic conversation. So where can people find you online?
1: They can find me at uh, virtualduo.co.za or they can find me on Instagram at virtual.duo.co.za or on
0: Facebook. Wonderful. All right. We'll make sure to put all of those links in the <laughs> show notes for everybody to go and follow you. Jackie is a wonderful person on Instagram. Her posts are so fantastic and really, really valuable. I definitely and- recommend following her. Well, thank you so much, Jackie. This has been just an absolute delight. Thank you so much thanks so much for listening to this episode of the well-paid creative this podcast is sponsored by 12 strong a full service marketing automations agency you can learn more at 12strong.com theme music is by Silverhoof, and our guests are not paid for their time and energy so please do give them any support that you can before we head out if you want access to free resources trainings and a community of creative pros just like you visit wellpaidcreative.com where you can find all this and so much more. Join me next week for another episode as we continue discussing how you can grow and love a profitable creative business. While you're here, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoyed it, I'd be so grateful for a review or a share with someone you think would benefit. Now let's hear some more of that amazing theme song.